Fiscal prudence requires some tax changes. We propose additional revenue measures of 15 billion rand in 2019-20. There will be a slight upward adjustment of the tax-free threshold for personal income taxes with no change in the current personal income tax brackets. Together, this will raise 12.8 billion rand. Madam Speaker, uh, I come now to what in this house is an exciting part of the budget speech. Excise duties, excise duties on alcohol and tobacco will be increased as follows. <clears throat> Firstly, the excise duty on a can of beer goes up by 12 cents to 174. Secondly, a 750 milliliter bottle of wine, including the, that wine that's popular amongst two political parties here, yeah, will have an excise duty of 315 cents, which is 22 cents more. Three, the duty on a 750 milliliter bottle of sparkling wine, sorry, Sandanas, goes up by 84 cents to 10 rand 16. For the duty on a bottle of whiskey will go up by 454 to 65 rand 84 cents. A pack of 20 cigarettes. <clears throat> a pack of 20 cigarettes, uh, Deputy President, goes up by 1 rand 14 cents to 16 rand 66. The excess duty on a typical cigar goes up by about 64 cents to 7 rand 80. I think this was the staff trying to have a go at me. <clears throat> there will be there will be no change in the excess duty on sorghum beer as a retirement present to Honorable Butelis. <laughs> Fuel levies will increase by 29 cents. No, Honorable Butelis, but you used to stand when Trevor Manuel made this announcement. Oh, no. I'm so unfortunate. Fuel levels will increase by 29 cents per litre for petrol and 30 cents per litre for diesel. The road accident fund levy increase is not enough to match the fund's 215 billion rand liability. We urge the Department of Transport to quickly resubmit the Road Accident Benefit Scheme Bill for Parliament's urgent consideration. It will help stabilize fuel prices. The National Treasury will work with the Department of Trade and Industry and the Department of Economic Development to explore the introduction of an export tax on scrap metal. Minister Patel, you're okay now. 
Thank you. The ordinary taxpayer in South Africa is fully tax compliant and pays a fair share. So in the spirit of Tumamina, we say paying your taxes is the right thing to do. <clears throat> Let me now turn to our spending objectives, projections rather. Since October, government has taken steps to adjust baseline expenditure downwards by a total of 50.3 billion rand over the medium term. Half of these reductions come from adjustments to government spending on compensation. 12.8 billion comes from measures to reduce spending on specific programs. Provisional allocations are made for the financial support to ESCOM and the infrastructure fund. This offsets the baseline reductions and as such the expenditure ceiling is revised upwards by 16 billion rand over the next three years. In October, I quoted a tale of two cities by Charles Dickens. After a few months in this role as Minister of Finance, I feel that Oliver Twist might be more appropriate this time. In short, please say, may I have some more, unquote. The SOEs pose very serious risks to the fiscal framework. Funding requests from SAA, SABC, DINEL, ESCOM, and other financially challenged state-owned enterprises have increased, with several requesting state support just to continue operating. Isn't it about time that the country asks itself the question, do we still need all these enterprises? If we do, if we do, can we manage them better? If we don't need them, what should we do? Oh, I see. Part of the house like to say another. Okay. Madam Speaker, I said in October that we would have no holy cows when it comes to our support to state-owned enterprises. In the State of the Nation Address, the President announced a clear and executable plan for electricity. At the core of this plan is a subdivision of ESCOM into three independent components. This will set the electricity market on a new trajectory and allow for more competition, transparency, and a focused funding model. Pouring money directly into ESCOM in its current form is not sustainable. I want to make it clear, the national government is not taking on ESCOM's debt. Let me repeat that. I want to make it clear, the national government is not taking on ESCOM's debt. ESCOM took debt in the first place. It must ultimately repaid. We are setting aside 23 billion rand a year to financially support ESCOM during its reconfiguration. 
the fiscal support, the fiscal support, this is very important, the fiscal support is conditional on the appointment of an independent chief reorganization officer will be jointly appointed by the Minister of Finance and the Minister of Public Enterprises with a very clear mandate of delivering on the recommendations of the presidential task team. <clears throat> we will make the necessary announcements in this regard in the coming weeks. Minister Gordon and the strong team he has built at the Department of Public Enterprises will continue to exercise close and ongoing monitoring of ESCOM, its governance and operations. On the other state-owned enterprises, we are reviewing, reviewing our framework on how we support them. Government has revised the contingency reserve upwards to 13 billion rand for 2019-2020 to respond to possible requests for financial support. This is, however, not automatic. Financial support will be based on the strategic need, but also on whether we can afford it. During this past financial year, total guarantee utilization increased by 51.1 billion rand. ESCOM used an additional 50 billion rand of its 350 billion guarantee in 2018-19. Denel was granted a further 1 billion rand guarantee. SAA guaranteed, the SAA guaranteed debt increased by 6.2 billion rand. However, there's always something shining from Africa. My congratulations go to the Land Bank, which repaid its debt, reducing government's guarantee exposure. <clears throat> there are other entities as well which reduce their guarantees, unfortunately in some of the cases as a result of appropriations. We must tighten the guarantee rules going forward. If a state-owned enterprise applies for a government guarantee for operational purposes, it will be required to appoint the CRO, as I mentioned before. And these things are normal. In the private sector, if the executive and the board are unable to get the organization going, the banks would appoint the chief restructuring officer, the eyes and ears of the shareholder, very important. <clears throat> so, um, as I said, uh, this is normal practice in the private sector, and we are going to introduce that. It, it is the same when provincial and municipal finances are in disarray. Government can take over the running of the administration. These rules should also apply to all state-owned enterprises. <clears throat> Cabinet is considering a, propose, a proposal to end the issue of guarantees for operational expenses. Expiration dates on guarantees will also be strictly enforced. As the President announced, 
strategic equity partners will be found where feasible and possible. To summarize, in this coming year, we expect revenues to be about 1.58 trillion rands. And spending is going to be slightly higher. That means we will spend 248 billion more than what we earn. Put another way, we are borrowing about 1.2 billion rand every day, assuming that we don't borrow money on the weekends because of the Soweto Derby. <laughs> this coming year, interest expenditures will be 209.4 billion rand. This is 1 billion rand per day. The expenditure and tax adjustments are designed to largely counteract the additional allocation for ESCOM and the revenue shortfall. As a result, gross national debt will still stabilize at about 60% of GDP in 2023-24, broadly in line with our October forecast. We are masters of our destiny. We are not petitioners. Our determination to regain our fiscal prudence will form the basis of our economic recovery. We'll be on our way back to the plum years of Minister Maida. As we face the future, I'm reminded of the words of one of the continent's independence leaders, Ghana's President Kwame Nkrumah. He said, I quote, the, ta the task ahead is great indeed. The heavy is the responsibility. And yet, it is a noble and glorious challenge. A challenge which calls for the courage to dream, the courage to believe, the courage to dare, the courage to do, the courage to envision, the courage to fight, the courage to work, the courage to believe, to achieve the highest excellences and the fullest greatness of people. Dare we ask for more in life, unquote. Restoring our finances and fixing our state-owned enterprises will take a lot of courage, but it can be done. <clears throat> Madam Speaker, the budget remains redistributive. Taxes raised in wealthier areas fund poorer provinces and municipalities. In this budget, 47.9% of nationally raised funds are allocated to national government, 43% to provinces, and 9.1% to local government over the medium term, after providing for debt service costs and the contingency reserve. Pro-poor spending, poor, pro -poor spending continues to grow in real terms. Let me start my presentation on the government spending priorities by taking you through the key interventions government is, is taking, is making to reduce compensation spending. The public sector wage bill is unsustainable. We must shift expenditure to investment. National and provincial compensation budgets will be reduced by 27 billion rand over the next three years. 
The first step, if you could just listen, the first step is to allow older public servants who want to do so to retire early and gracefully. This will save an estimated 4.8 billion rand in 2019-20, 7.5 billion in 2020-21, and 8 billion in 21-22. In time, this will be complemented by limits on overtime and bonus payments, as well as pay progression. The I'll be commencing conversations very soon with the Minister of International Relations and Cooperation, together with the President, to deal with the system of staffing in our diplomatic missions, which is difficult to justify and should be reviewed urgently. As a gesture of goodwill of Parliament, as a gesture of goodwill of Parliament, and the provincial legislatures and the executive at public entities, they will not be receiving any salary increases this financial year. <clears throat> My colleague, the Minister of Public Service Administration, will outline details of the early retirement framework during the course of this week. The budget proposes total non-interesting spending over the next three years of 5.87 trillion rand. This after taking into account measures taken over the three years to consolidate public finances. The largest allocations are 1.2 trillion rand for learning and culture. Seven, one, seven billion for health services, including the national health insurance, and nearly 900 billion for social development. The president set out these five tasks. Accelerate inclusive economic growth and create jobs, improve the education system and develop the skills that we need now and into the future, improve the conditions of life for all South Africans, especially the poor fight corruption and state capture, strengthen the capacity and capability of the state to address the needs of the people. Mr. President, let me illustrate how the budget responds to the priorities you set for us. The private sector is a key engine of job creation. Government's policy actions aim to remove policy uncertainty so that confidence returns to economic agents. The 300 billion rand worth of pledges made at the investment conference last year demonstrate that there is spent up private sector demand if we grab hold of the opportunity. Visa requirements are being relaxed, accompanied by administrative measures to make it easier for tourists to visit and invest in South Africa. We've also increased the income <coughs> eligibility threshold for the highly successful employment tax incentive scheme. Jobs for 1.1 million young South Africans are supported by this program. Hashtag data costs must fall. 
The Minister of Communications will shortly be issuing policy directives to ICASA for the licensing of the spectrum. I'll work relentlessly with the Minister until this matter is brought to close at last. This includes resourcing ICASA for this mandate. Government has allocated 19.8 billion rand for, for industrial incentives, of which 600 million has gone to the clothing and textile competitiveness program. This will support 35,500 existing jobs and create approximately 25,000 new jobs over the next three years. The Jobs Fund is a vital component to private sector job creation. The fund has disbursed 4.6 billion rand in grant funding and created well over 200,000 jobs since its inception. The allocation to this fund will rise over the next three years to 1.1 billion. 481.6 billion is allocated to the Small Enterprise Development Agency. to expand the Small Business Incubation Program, Honorable Zulu. A robust debate on land is taking place in South Africa. We are supporting private sector investments in agriculture by emerging farmers. 1.8 billion is allocated for the implementation of the 262 priority land reform projects over the next three years. 3.7 billion is set aside to assist emerging farmers seeking to acquire land to farm, not for weekend specials. The Land Bank will support smallholders and leverage partnerships with other financial institutions. It aims to disburse 3 billion rand in the next fiscal year. I received a number of tips from fellow South Africans proposing changes to policy to encourage the commercial growing and processing of the, 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 the green thing. Uh, for, the, for the export market, I'm unable to pronounce this thing here. Uh, so, this clearly I will have to pass the ball uh, on to the, the leadership to deal with it. But many people out there say, um, make this thing legal so that they can be for the export market but <laughs> learning and culture receives the largest share of spending as government continues to provide access to quality basic and higher education developing skills providing training and contributing to social cohesion over 30 billion rand is allocated to build new schools and maintain schooling infrastructure. An additional 2.8 billion rand is added to the school infrastructure backlogs grant to replace peat latrines at over 2,400 schools. But to make certain that these schools are effective centers of learning will also require parents to be visible and constructive part in the governance of schools. I was saying to the workers who were demonstrating outside that, uh, you know, uh, 
the parents must not be afraid to do homework with their children so they participate in the learning process Ningai Sabe homework honorable members fully subsidized education training for the poor is the government's flagship higher education intervention over the medium term government will spend 111.2 billion rand to ensure that 2.8 million deserving students from poor and working class backgrounds obtain their qualifications at universities and Tibet colleges. <laughs> Finally, the global renown of South Africa's art and culture is an expression of our soft power and our heritage. Our public finance choices should reflect an intention to preserve and add to our cultural canon. Officials from the National Treasury and the Department of Arts and Culture will consider proposals for the development of a new National State Theatre, a new National Museum, and also consider financial support for the National Archives and National Symphony Orchestra and Ballet Theatre Troupe. Uh, I need to make a declaration. Uh, I'm a patron of the ballet theatre. In the light, in the fight against poverty and inequality, government has allocated 567 billion for social grant payments. In 2019, the grant values will increase as follows: 80 rand increase for from Dende, old age, disability war veterans and care dependency grants a number of ordinary i'm sure we'll be getting done very soon 240 rand increase for foster care grant to 1000 rand the child support grant will increase to 420 rand in april and to 430 in october in health, we need simple, effective interventions. We need more doctors and nurses. 2.8 billion rand has been reprioritized to a new human resources grant, and 1 billion for medical interns. 1 billion rand has been added to raise the wages of community health workers who will earn 3,500 per month. Finally, about 319 million is allocated to eliminate malaria in South Africa. Starting by re removing those other little creatures uh, which are troublesome. Government continues to focus on supporting people to own their to own their own homes. Not good English. Uh, Funding totaling 14.7 billion rand over the two outer years has been reprioritized to two new conditional grants for the improvements and upgrading of informal settlements, which will enable people to have access to basic services. Our help to buy subsidy helps first-time home buyers to purchase a home, which is very critical in our society. As a pilot. It receives 950 million over the three years. The South African National Rose Agency 
is allocated an additional 3.5 billion rand over the next three years to improve non-toll roads. In October, I emphasized the importance of the user pay principle. It is a principle that must be upheld. In any future negotiations, this should be borne in mind as we find appropriate solutions. Over the past couple of years, South Africa has been grappling with the issue of corruption. We must root this out. The National Treasury, I'm pleased, Mr. President, to say that the National Treasury and the Department of Justice will work together swiftly to support the establishment of the new investigating directorate in the NPA. My colleagues at provincial and municipal level are working as best as they can to deal with rising wage costs and reduced transfers. Provincial treasuries and municipalities have a partner in the national treasury to work with on their constitutional obligations. Let me repeat this. Our colleagues in the provinces and municipalities have a partner in the national treasury to work with them to fulfill their constitutional obligations. The national treasury is not an enemy of any state institution. It is there as a guardian of the nation's resources and also to facilitate growth and development. There is capacity in the national treasury to work with the municipalities and provincial governments. Let's make use of that capacity and the willingness of the good hearts at the national treasury. Grants such as the Financial Management Grant and the Municipal Systems Improvement Grant are available, uh, Madam Speaker. Uh, I hereby as well table before this House the Public Audit Access Free Bill in order to strengthen the Auditor General's office and roles. We need to assist the Auditor General in achieving his objectives. That's why I'm tabling this bill together. We need to build a strong culture of payment of service for service in our country. And here I look at Deputy Speaker Lechisa and the President and Minister Feketo, uh, Minister Honorable Minister. Gordon and Honorable uh, Lekota and, and said you were very good during the anti-party struggle. You were very good. You encouraged our people to fight against the apartheid system, to boycott, not to pay for services. You were gallant fighters. Today, Mr. President, I ask you and the other gallant fighters against the apartheid system to go back to the communities to encourage them to pay for services. <laughs> to my mean, I want to lend a hand. I want to be there when the people turn it around. 
So I'm too much you now, honorable members. Collecting the revenue due to the state is the underlying function of a democracy, of building a nation, and it's our duty to pay for services, as I mentioned. The National Treasury will lead the process to encourage those, including government departments, Minister Ngesi, government departments owe municipalities a lot of money. So Tumamina lead the payment process, Minister Ngesi. Uh, please. Finally, service providers must build what they promised at a reasonable rate. We have to be far more strict in the granting of contracts and avoid to be taken to the cleaners unnecessary. So, this budget is also about trying to set out our long-term vision. We spent a lot of money on infrastructure. Four things can get us better infrastructure. First is to create a sensible project pipeline. Second, streamlining the law to make it easier to build. Third, better information for everyone. And finally, to actually do the job that needs to be done. So far, we are working on a, a water, a wastewater treatment facility in the Val. Immediate lessons learned is that the, our soldiers can do the work quickly and very simple. But then the departments responsible for releasing the funds for the soldiers refuse to release the funds. So, we have to, we'll have to rely on the Minister of uh, mining in his capacity somewhere to loosen the processes. Uh, a solar water geyser program is underway uh, as is student accommodation. 625 million rand is allocated to the de Development Bank of Southern Africa, the Government Technical Advisory Center, and the Presidential Infrastructure Coordinating Commission to strengthen project preparation in the context, in this context, and on a speeded up basis. So rather than going around creating too many institutions, we're going to bring capacity to come together at the DBSA uh, to fast track um, uh, processes. Details on several priority projects can be found on the Vuleka Mali portal, it's a facility in the National Treasury website. The infrastructure fund is the central pillar of the budget and of reprioritization. It will accelerate 526 billion rand worth of on-budget projects by bringing in the private sector, development finance institutions, and, and so on. In several instances, the private sector will design, build, and operate key infrastructure assets. In addition, government will commit 100 billion rand over the next decade 
in this infrastructure fund. But as Amor Leonard, who joins us today from Bloemfontein, correctly points out in a budget tip, infrastructure must be maintained and must not wait till things fall apart. As we look to the future, I see the following shifts in our society and the world. The first naturally is the rise of technology and the so-called fourth industrial revolution. 25 years ago, the budget was prepared on rims and rims of paper, carefully stapled together. Those are the signs of the time. Well, things have changed a bit. I can confirm that I reviewed this speech on my tablet. And you can keep track of the speech on Twitter right now. By the way, it is at hashtag RSA budgets. That's where you find it. Who knows how the budget will be prepared in 25 years' time? We need to move with the times. Our budget spending has a focus on getting our country ready for technology. The first step is to fix our education system. Government is rolling out a math and science grant. The governor of the South African Reserve Bank is driving an ambitious fintech program together with other colleagues and other financial sector regulators. The sustainability challenge affects us all. Climate change is real. The steps being undertaken at ESCOM will allow us to expand renewable energy and the carbon tax will come into effect on the 1st of June 2019. The third challenge is rapid urbanization. We cannot go on building horizontally. A serious consideration must be given that we begin to build vertically as part of an integrated urban development strategy. The final challenge is nationalism. In many successful economies, immigrants have been a source of dynamism. Narrow nationalism often leads to stagnation. We need to redouble our efforts to attract highly skilled people into South Africa. As Professor, Professor Ricardo Hausman of Harvard University says, it talks to the know-how. That when you feel that you don't have the know-how, go out into the world and get it without diminishing your own domestic effort to build your skills. These are complementary efforts we need to get into. We need to free our entrepreneurs from stifling regulations and complicated taxes. We'll continue to work closely with our partners in BRICS, the African Development Bank, and the Southern African Customs Union. Madam Speaker, it is prudent to say that we are a shareholder in a number of multilateral institutions, and this ensures that South Africa plays its rightful place on the continent and the world over. Before I conclude, my special thanks go to the President of the Republic for his leadership, foresight, and a greater sense of interest in the budget process. Um, the fact that you allocated so much time to work with us, Mr. President, is highly appreciated. 
but you, you go too much into detail. <laughs> but, it's, but, but it's fine, it's okay, we can cope with that. A word of appreciation goes to the Director General of the National Treasury, uh, Dondo Mukhajana, and his team of young, dedicated people who are really genuine, good civil servants. The Deputy Minister of Finance, uh, who always makes sure that uh, uh, I am kept busy and on my toes. Special thanks to the acting uh, SARS Commissioner and the team at SARS for the sterling work that they are doing. Uh, we really appreciate it. The, the Governor of the South African Reserve Bank, the 10th Governor of the South African Reserve Bank, for his support and collegiality. The colleagues in the cabinet, who I found to be amongst the warmest people to work with, I thank you for that. The Minister's Committee on the Budget, I thank you for walking this mile with us. So again, let's go to the good book. <coughs> I quote, even though we walk through the darkest valley, we will fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. Madam Speaker, we have outlined what our objectives are uh, in, this, in this address. We have submitted the necessary documentation that needs to be submitted. And the budget paints a seed, plants a seed for renewal and growth. It is all our duty to tend the seed and see that it grows strongly, tall and fruitful. It is a budget for the future. This being the case, for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Amen. Thank you very much. Trigger six. 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 Trigger